Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Bailey's in hand. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Right. Should we crack on? Well... We don't need to crack. We can take our time with this one because um, we've got so many games. Wow. So many this games. This is a to catch bumper on. edition. This is like when you come down for Christmas Day and you realise that you have been a very good boy or girl and you've got double the amount of presents that you thought. Is that what's going to happen this year for me? No, I'm just talking so about you, this podcast. You're hinting. No, no, I'm talking about this podcast. Oh. Can you tell we recorded this one before Christmas happened? <laughs> I like how we... Right. January's episode no, may we not can happen. Be, we can be honest now, right? Because we've really just, honest. We're really honest, right? So we've just recorded a podcast for Five Live, yeah. right? And we were on our best behaviour. No, and now you we, weren't. You know, I had to cut loads of it out because yeah, you kept saying Yeah, but words. listen, right? I think Peel people want the realness. They want... Peel want the realness. They want... <laughs> too much Paley's. They want people to be real. Not on... No, they don't. No. Well, I don't mind it here. <laughs> I mean, you said I couldn't even say fricking. No, you couldn't. Did you have to beep that out? Yeah, no, I didn't beep it. I cut it out. <laughs> I didn't beep it on this version. No, this is all right here. Oh, can I say that? This is a safe space. I can say that on here. You can do what you like. I got so we can, hang on a minute. So you we can't can say swear, that on though. here. Yeah. I didn't swear. No, I didn't swear. No, I know. I'm saying, but that's fine. Fricking's not swe- swearing. No, I know it's fine. I'm saying it's all okay right. <laughs> in this podcast environment. But it's being broadcast on the BBC. You probably can't do it. Pro- I mean, probably. <laughs> Anyway, should we, should we actually What's funny is that people who listen to that might be pointed towards this episode. And and they're they going to hear this <laughs> bit and they're going to go, oh. No, no. Then they'll go, oh, why, why didn't we hear this on Five Life Science? Well, this is like... This is the unedited version. No, this is, this is, this is actually all new stuff. Oh. This is not anything, anything like that. This is brand new. We've got loads of, of stuff to review, haven't we? Well, so here's just a few. Okay, okay. okay. let's go down the list. Starfield. Mm. You're supposed to do the next bit of the list. All right. Alan Wake 2. Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. EA Sports. It's in the, sorry, FC 24. <laughs> Sounds so unenthusiastic about that title. There's also, here we go, Super Mario RPG, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, Sonic Superstars. And our reporter. Oh, we normally put like a little fancy thing there. Put a fancy our, thing. And our... Dungeons and Dragons correspondent. There you go. Alex Rhodes has been playing Baldur's Gate 3. I picked a drow, which is basically like a dark elf sort of character. Then it asks you, okay, what class do you want to be? Uh, so I picked a paladin. And then it says, okay, what subclass of paladin do you want to be? I think it's going to possibly be our longest episode. Okay, sit uh, down, guys. Get yourself a Bailey's. We're going in. First, here's Le News with Le E. Here we go. Three, two, one, 
Microsoft has completed its £56 billion takeover of Call of Duty maker Activision Blizzard in the gaming industry's biggest ever deal. Microsoft was given the green light for the deal after UK regulators approved it. The Competition and Markets Authority said its concerns had been addressed after it blocked the original bid. Microsoft's Phil Spencer said securing Activision was incredible. Now, the PS5 Slim has just been released. and the main Why are they doing that just after Christmas? You, this, is much this, is oh, this is my news. This is my news. This is my news. Bit rude. And the main difference to the normal PS5 is, well, that you can buy one at launch and, yeah, well, it's a bit slimmer. Uh, there's slightly more storage and two USB-C ports on the front rather than one USB-C port and one USB-A. Uh, that's about it. And it's 480 quid. But something from PlayStation that you can't buy at the moment is the PlayStation Portal. It was also just released, but there seems to be a massive stock shortage. That explains why Chris has been moody recently. It's £200, and essentially it's a screen that you can play your PlayStation on, as long as you connect it to a Wi-Fi network. PlayStation. A multiplayer game based on The Last of Us has officially been cancelled. Delays to the PlayStation 5 project were reported earlier this year and developer Naughty Dog has now confirmed it's been dropped. It said the incredibly difficult decision came because maintaining the game would impact other projects. You really going to go through with this? And the first trailer for the Fallout TV show has been released and it looks awesome. <laughs> And grabbed a moldy one. <clears throat> Not long to wait either. It's out in April next year. I do really want the PlayStation Portal. Have we not got one yet? No, I can't. still on the waiting list? You, uh, let, me just, let me just update now. There's no waiting list, right? Oh. On PlayStation Direct, oh. uh, it's currently unavailable. On Smith's Toys, never heard of it before, but apparently it's a good one to check. Unavailable. Very, where I got the you PlayStation. Never heard, hang on, original. you never heard of Smith's well, Toys? Well, I've heard of it. Uh, very unavailable can you imagine if it became available now while I was doing this I'd be like let's pause uh, game unavailable it's not what's the point don't <laughs> <I> just <laughs> don't tell me that it's available what the funniest oh. thing is on the PlayStation Direct thing it says if you order this before the 15th of the 18th of December <laughs> it will come in time for Christmas it's past the 18th of December you can't oh. order it it won't come in time for Christmas I'm angry about it anyway uh, also I've lost my page. Let me get back to my page. Now, I'm so You're going to say Little Nightmares 1 is now available on your mobile phone for £4. Yeah, it's exciting, isn't it? It is actually. You know what? It is because it's such a beautiful game and you know I'm a massive fan of it and also I'm sure we'll talk about it later but 3 is coming out soon. Um, well, not soon, just next year at some point. Oh, next year at some point. A bit, like, a, bit like, a bit like the portal. It could be January but it never is. No, the portal's out but you can't get it. But for four quid? Yeah. That's a bargain. I was going to review uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 in this mega podcast, by the way, mm. but they basically haven't bothered to make a new game. They've just remade Call of Duty 2 oh, with different I maps. Hate it when they do so that. do you know what? Until they make a proper game, I'm not reviewing it. I'll do the other wow. ones, but not that. No, I'm sorry. You can't just be that lazy. It's not good enough in this day and age. Stop kidding around, Snake. Snake! Let's not hang about. We've got plenty to review let's start off with starfield constellation starship frontier we have you on scanners they say the wonder is not that the field of stars is so vast but that we have measured it you're part of constellation now part of our family 
what you've found. It's the key to unlocking everything. So Starfield took... Uh, basically, if you like the Fallout series of games, so Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas... It's more your thing, but yeah. Fallout 4, Fallout 76, Skyrim, all that jazz... It's very similar to that. This one's set in space and you fly around a big spaceship and you go to all these different worlds and it took an hour to install. An hour. Right. I'm the person who will ask these questions for people who are not, I would say... Into the big open world. Yes, yes. I've watched you play this. It's a little bit, I would say, like Call of Duty, but in space. Yeah, it is like that. They've made it run a lot smoother this time. It has got a massive upgrade compared to the previous games. Because it used to really jar, didn't it? Clunky, and um, the aiming was kind of a bit difficult, and the shooting wasn't brilliant in the old like Fallout games, for example. But it's a big game, isn't it? So this is huge. It took an hour to install with our gigafast internet, so it is big. Um, I came up initially against the problem because I don't play Xbox games very much and this is an Xbox exclusive well it's on PC as well but this isn't sort of Windows Xbox exclusive so this is your excuse for keeping the Xbox is it? yeah and when I started off the delay between the Xbox and the telly was so much that I couldn't play the game so then I had to reconfigure the telly (laughs) to lose some latency it was ridiculous anyway I fixed that uh, and usually in these games, there's like an epic introduction. Like in Fallout, you do your training mission, then you go out into the world and everything opens up before you mm. and it's incredible. And you think, wow. Or like in Skyrim, you're in a, a, a little cart being wheeled off to be killed and then suddenly a massive dragon appears. There's always these, Even these... in Ratchet and Clank, there's an epic scene at the beginning. Yeah, but I'm, in all the previous bethesda style games, they do yes. something epic. In this, it's not epic at all. Maybe they just... Fancy the change. Yeah, but it was a boring start. You start off in a mine and it's all dark and then you get this weird alien artifact thing which gives you powers. Anyway. I mean. It was okay. Um, but I got ex- when I got excited was when you start walking on a random deserted planet that looks like Mars. In fact, mm. you do go to Mars quite early on and you can start collecting cups and spoons and little... They have cups and spoons Everything. You can pick up everything mm. in the, in, from the little bases that you go into... The characters are a bit weird, but what started off as quite a bland, sterile game opened up to being sort of endless. Okay. You realise how much scope there is, how awesome it is. You can build your own ships. The combat's much better than the Fallout series and much smoother. It is like playing a Call of Duty a bit, although they've got rid of the old VATS targeting system where you could pause and then sort of aim at everything. Bit of a shame, because that's kind of part of the experience. But anyway, you can essentially play this game for your whole life. (laughs) <laughs> That's how long it feels like it is. If you can uh, get over that. the sort of initial... It, it basically, That's how I feel about Zelda. Yeah. If you can put 20 hours in, this is a brilliant game. But if, you, if you're looking for short... you've got a baby and, like us. Yeah, it's hard to fit in the time, I'll say. But it's, it is a 9 out of 10. Uh, you can buy it on Xbox for 49 quid or on PC. Or you can just get it as part of the Xbox Pass for free. Sounds good. It also works on the Steam Deck. And it's actually all right, weirdly. I didn't think it would work, but it kind of plays on it. So if you've got one, why not? <laughs> Now, Alan Wake 2 has finally been released. A page of text written with a typewriter. Someone's been watching us. How do you run from an idea? From a story that lives in your head? I need to escape this nightmare. I love the fact that 
Alan Wake is called Alan Wake because they thought it'd be funny to have an author whose name was A. Wake. Awake. Uh, it's a story about It's like a dreams. joke you'd say. Yeah, it is like a dad joke. A dad joke. Uh, I wonder if it wasn't created by a dad. Well, I think so. <laughs> Very likely. <laughs> and this one, your character's called Saga, as in an epic story. Saga Anderson. So how good is this one? Well, they remastered Alan Wake 1 a while ago, and I went back and played it, and I was... It was nowhere near as good as I remembered. So I, it massively sort of dampened my excitement for this one. But this one is immense. Yeah. It's so good. It's like a proper horror well, game. D- right. For anybody who hasn't seen Alan Wake, what is it like? If you ever played a game called L.A. Noir, you're like a detective and you're walking around in third person looking for clues to solve mysteries and they go, oh, what's that note on the floor? And then you pick it up and then you go, oh, maybe it's the killer's handwriting. Let me analyse it and stuff. Oh. There's a lot of that going on, but then there's a huge amount of horror. So then, like, this, this guy's heart's been cut out. Uh, well, now it sounds more interesting. And they've posted, like, a, something in his heart that you've got to oh, get out with an autopsy. And then he comes back yeah, to life. Blood go everywhere. Yeah, and then he starts the to come walls. for you, and he starts to try and kill you. It's really good. The graphics are very good. It just it sounds like Clue, though. Yeah, it's a bit like that. The pacing of it was a, a lot better than I remember. Um, I, I was going to play for an hour just to get into it. And it, two hours later, I blinked. So I was like, oh, I'm still... When did you get two hours? Playing. You finally went out for the night. Oh, yeah. With your friends to have drinks. Oh, yeah. Which got out That's of hand, didn't have, didn't like, six hours. <laughs> two hours was quite intense, though. By yeah? the end of it, I was like, whew. I feel like you've, you've played you a game. You, you, yeah. I needed a break. Uh, the only thing I noticed is there's a little bit of texture popping in the cafe section. And I don't know, some of the, some of the clues... They sort of hit you over the head with it. They're like, you know, you discover some hand... Let's say you discover a note with with a, some handwriting on. Then you, you go into your little mind palace and then you, you sort of think, oh, I'll analyse this note. And the game will say, you are now analysing the note. Wow. This is important as a clue for the game. You know, you're like, yeah, I know that. I know, that's <laughs> I'm not for an people idiot. like me. Oh, yeah, it is for people like you. Yeah. You also do eventually get to play as Alan Wake, but no spoilers there. It's incredible. Nine out of ten. Easily easily one of the best games I've played in ages. It's 32 quid on the PC, or it's 50 quid on consoles. I was very excited for this. Avatar, Frontiers of Pandora. I was trained in their ways. Their technology. Their weapons. Things that a Na'vi should not know. And then one day, they left. Hell's Gate is under attack. Evacuate now. Kill all the Na'vi children. But before they did, our teacher saved us and put us to sleep. This is your only chance to survive. Then remember the film. All three and a half hours. Nearly, was it four hours? It's like a piece of artwork. It was just incredible. The motion capture, the, gra- the graphics of the film were crazy. Yeah. And when I started off this game, the, the graphics for the intro video were shocking. What? I was like, are you joking? Is like- this made by the same people as the film? No. Well, there you go then. But I, I couldn't believe it. So I think it's a Ubisoft. And oh. I was like, oh, no. And then you're underground for ages at the beginning doing this. A lot of running in the dark. You're like sprinting around. Like, in the dark. The me... whole thing about Avatar is like yeah. it's light, it's right. bright, you're in the sky, you're on, on dragons. Yeah, so it's like, let me free, let me get out of it. But after a good 45 minutes, a good 45 that's too long, you do that bit, like in the Fallout games where you emerge and then the, the forest <laughs> is around you and the world is incredible. We could write a video game, couldn't we? And it's like, 
the jungle is stretches before you with creatures and you get a bow and arrow and then you start to become avatar and then you fly around and i think why did you take so why did you make yeah. me jump through these hoops to yeah. get here because a lot of people switch off before that you, you if you can see that bit through it's really fun okay the endless magical maybe, environment maybe looks amazing ubisoft could employ you to say at the beginning by the way the next 45 minutes is really rubbish. just skip it you yeah. can't, but if you could, just skip it. Just, just get through this. It's um, you'll get to the promised land. Yeah. So, was it good when you actually got there? Yeah, you get guns, you get a bow and arrow, which is really fun. The the the, the jungle area, the planet of Pandora, does look unreal. All oh, right, but it does start a little bit all blend into one mass like massive jungle like there's not that much there are distinctive areas and Maybe things they got but bored. you can't really remember one bit of jungle from another you right. know like when you play gta you're like oh i know this corner mm-hmm. oh i know this bit of road because yeah. it's all so yeah. distinctive yeah. in this i was struggling to kind of remember you know there's a lake and i was like yeah but there's there's another lake over there and i couldn't really maybe they just copied and pasted it <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit copy and pasted it felt but no 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 i it's really good, but it's like a 7 out of 10. It doesn't have really? quite... The... It doesn't sound like it from what you've said. It's just good graphics, but I don't know. So I what d- are the positives? The graphics, it, when you eventually get there. I didn't like the voice acting that much. I didn't like the character models that much. I thought the story was a little bit weak, but the, you do feel like you're an Avatar Navi character flying around the forest and shooting arrows at people, but it's only fun for so long. Okay. How much is it? 60 quid. What? What? Uh, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora is out on PC and consoles, but I think it's... it's uh, More than Alan Wake 2. Yeah, get that instead. Next up, Spider-Man 2. This is... something else. I need your help. Are you sure this isn't something you can handle yourself? I'm sure. Miles! This is crazy! We call it a symbiote. And it chose you. Get it off of him! Ready for your annual physical? I'm the hero here. Not you. I tried doing it in my, like, cinematic voice. I like that. Wait, wait. Spider-Man 2. Oh, wow. No, that's... No, that went a bit wrong. aggressive. (laughs) Spider-Man 2. Anyway... Tell me all about it. Spider-Man. So I forgot that... So there's Spider-Man, the video game, and then I I forgot there was Spider-Man Miles Morales as a separate game. Yes, yes, yes. That was one of the early PS5 Mm -hmm. games with like... Well, it was a PS4 game, then they upgraded it with ray tracing, blah, blah, blah. Spider-Man 2, you play as Peter Parker and Miles Morales, Mm -hmm. and you swap between them. What? And it's amazing. (laughs) They started off... It's the same symptom, though, as Avatar, where it started off with a bad cutscene. And I was really thinking, are you ju- like this? Doesn't look that good. And then the first mission happens, and unlike Avatar, the first mission is insane. You battle a massive sand guy. You remember yeah, that from the I films? Yeah. Um, and it's just endlessly cool. Like you're swipping around, flying around this guy. You got you, the spider webs are there. Mars has got his electric power. Peter Parker's pretty powerful, but I like Mars a bit better in this game. Oh, it's just, what a start. We've, to- we've talked about this, though, and I think we, you, we were saying, like, there are some Marvel films that lend themselves to becoming probably better video games than, yeah, than the films. Yeah, films. I think the perfect medium for Spider-Man is a video game. And a bit yeah. like Harry Potter Legacy, yeah. which we've said before, but 
you can't watching the film you don't feel like you're in it whereas uh, and you know like reading the comics that they're good but when you're playing the game and you're the one swinging around new york it's just next level i'll be honest with some of the marvel games i actually find them quite difficult so how easy is this one the controls are difficult Uh, i found the combat you know like the shooting spider spider at people and punching them and jumping up there's a lot of controls to the fighting and i was getting a bit not confused but i just thought oh yeah i've got this special move oh yeah i've got this special move it was quite overwhelming to start with. Now, maybe this game assumes that you played the first two in the series, uh, which I have a bit, but it took me such a long time to get that. And then also, the swinging around the city is absolutely incredible, but I'd say like 1% of the time, you get it wrong, and mm. then you end up stuck like stuck in a corner doing something, and you're thinking, I'm, this is not yeah, me. This, yeah, this is not epic. Fun. This yeah. is just, I feel like an idiot. Yeah. Now, you can avoid that, obviously, by being better. It slows it all down. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. Um, the worst bit about Spider-Man previously is when you're swinging from the buildings, but there's nothing to swing from. You sort yeah. of have to just have a massive pause. Yeah. What they've done is they've got a wingsuit now, so you can fly oh. if you're like crossing a bridge, for example, and there's n- you're not clever. near anything. That's good, so you can glide. Much better. Yeah. Much, much better. But anyway, probably one of the best games I've played of the year. And um, you can swap between characters. That's, that's new. Cool. That's cool. And the fast traveling and just all, all the whole thing is just well designed. The story's good. And also, spoiler alert, but Venom is in it. What? And you, oh, there's a bit, I'm sold. There's a bit where I'm you can sold. play as Venom. Really? And it's amazing. He's my favourite. So what would you give it out of 10? It's a 9.5 out of 10. The only, Why 9.5? Because the You're sometimes... You're so harsh. The combat is, is difficult. And also, sometimes you get stuck in a corner and you feel not like a superhero. You feel like an idiot. Oh, fair dues. So how much is it? 60 quid mm, it's out on playstation no it's definitely worth it okay. Okay. like for, for this is what ps5 games should be this is worth the money because they've designed something that makes you feel like spider-man now it's that time again where we bring out our football correspondent drew miller hindman it's because... a yearly thing for him i go, yeah. I go he, he, we just message now and he go is it time and he goes it's time oh thanks drew <laughs> well look let's face it Neither of us are fans of the beautiful game. Yeah, it's not rugby, <clears throat> is it? So. Uh, no. Uh, well, uh, he's reviewing EA, EA Sports. It's in the game. No, it's, this one's called EA Sports FC 24. Take it away, Drew. Another year, another FIFA. Wait, what? It's EA FC now. Okay, so what's new? New-ish engine? new ish career mode and new ish menus fair enough they only have a year to add all of this women are now in ultimate team and more leagues have been added but we still have no women's career mode but it's good to see them added to the rest of the game usually my reviews are a bit of a bug report but this year many of the initial ones have been fixed so i am willing to give the benefit of the doubt that more of them will be fixed in the coming days We've had everything from invisible players to menus in career mode freezing you out of the game. The game does play very similar to FIFA 23. Mechanically, it's basically the same, but I do have to recommend community sliders. Give them a Google. Uh, They really help give single-player FIFA a more satisfying and realistic feel. And it's my first year using them, and they've been really good at staving off the boredom of having played this version of FIFA for probably a couple of years now, really. The engine is new, but it's mostly cosmetic changes, like shirts moving more realistically. 
On the cosmetic front, they still haven't added all of the top flight managers' faces, so people like Roberto De Zerbi look more like a barber than a football manager. The cosmetic changes do make the game look better during gameplay. It doesn't hold up so well to closer inspection. In particular, the ball physics seem more unpredictable and less true to life, and for your own sake, do not zoom in on players' feet during replays. It seems we've gone back about 10 years on that front, with feet phasing through the ball before contact is registered. Lastly, I'm going to give my favourite mode a little bit of focus, since it actually has the most tangible changes. Career mode has new menus, a new coaching system, which is quite surface level, but it's nice to have. No more training session grinding at every new club. The new coaching system has replaced that. You just hire or fire new coaches instead of having to do a hundred of the same uh, training sessions. One issue which is patchable is that you're forced to do the same pre- and post-match interviews. Uh, Not every match has a pre-match interview, but pretty much everyone has a post-match interview. And in order to keep your morale above unhappy, uh, you basically have to do every single one of these, picking the right options. This gets so tedious and grinding so quickly. It's still the same five or six questions that we've had for probably about five years now. It's still bugged, so they ask you about previous fixtures against teams that you're playing for the first time. And it is just probably one of the worst parts about playing the game at the moment. If you're an Ultimate Team fan who enjoys grinding out menus, I'm sure you won't be bothered the first few times. But trust me, it gets old very, very quickly. Personal rant out of the way and to the key point of this review, is it worth it? Kind of. It's a new FIFA game in all but name, a few new features and a slightly prettier game in places. If you buy the new one every year, you will still buy this one. If you've never played one before, it's actually probably a great place to start. It's all new and the game is actually accounting for that quite a bit. There are so many tutorials that it throws at you compared to previous games. And if you're thinking, oh, FIFA's so long running, there's so much to get my head around and learn about, it is actually giving you that, which it hasn't for quite a few years. So if you've always wanted to pick up a football simulator and for better or worse, EA make the best one every year, then this might be your year. Thanks, Drew. <laughs> See you next year. <laughs> we should have like a Christmas party. But then there would only be me, you, Drew and Alex. That's all right. And Dr. Chris from the Naked Dr. Scientists. Chris. You can play on online party mode. Nice we? one. That should be quite good. Yeah. Power up. Should we need some retro revival? Why not? There's quite a few. There's more than you would think, actually, this month. Um, there's Sonic in a few minutes' time, but before that, it's a, a Mario double. Mario. The Mario Brothers of the video games. There's two here. Uh, we'll start off with Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Now we played the first game in this series. Well, there are probably a million games in this series, but Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. Is this the one we liked? We love There's it. so many of them, I can't. I, I honestly can't remember which one's which. Is this the one we played That's loads the Switch of? the one, and we completed it, and then there's the Luigi game Luigi. that's like on the back of it. That, I think that's the best one. Well, we're about to take this one out for a spin because we've saved it until right now to play. Let's see Merry how Christmas it goes. Merry Christmas, us. <laughs> Ooh, exciting. Come on, then. Sit down. I want to play. You can be player one. Who are you going to play as, though? I'm going to choose my character. Do Mario, Luigi, Peach, Yoshi, Red Yoshi, Yellow Loshi, Light Blue Yoshi. That's hard to say. 
Red Yoshi, oh, yellow Yoshi. Fast. Wait, go. Red Yoshi, yellow Yoshi. Red Yoshi, yellow Yoshi. I red, red Yoshi, yellow Yoshi. Red Yoshi, yellow Yoshi. Red Yoshi, yellow Yoshi. Light Loshi? blue Yoshi. I like to be Toad in this game. So, I mean, I've played the original Super Mario Bros. Deluxe U. Great title. Who are you going to be? Well, I'm a queen, so I'm going to be Peach. Well, she's a princess, but okay. <laughs> Famously a princess, right? I'm Yellow Toad. I'm excited. Oh! Oh, here we are. Welcome. Very bright. To the Flower Kingdom. Okay. Peach and the others are travelling. I never, I never read any of it. Just, just go forward. Oh, forget the story. So, first impressions, Chris. It's a brighter game than the yes, last one, isn't it? The backgrounds very are bright. much brighter. Oh, you jump pretty high. You do jump high, don't you? It's very pretty. It's a lot more colourful. They changed the colour scheme. Can you sprint? Go on, Peachy. Yes, go on, Peachy! How do you sprint? You uh, press Y. They all seem to be arguing about something. A big blue flower. How do you skip this bit? <laughs> You'd hate cutscenes or anything. You just you? guess. You just guess it. Oh, we've stolen the Wonder Flower. <laughs> oh, I see. That's why it's Super Mario Bros. Wonder, because the Wonder Flower has been stolen. So, everything's, I would say, quite similar exactly to the old the same games. As yeah, the it last just looks game, yeah. nicer. So this is on the <gasps> Nintendo Switch. I'm I've just... just turned into an elephant. Wow. I'm a massive elephant, though. So I can sense already that this is going to be a bit of a madder game than the previous ones. Oh, I love it. The previous ones. Oh, I've worked out how to sprint now. Oh, well done. I would say it looks like a typical Mario game mixed with a bit of Kirby. Graphics are much brighter, but essentially, same game. Oh, you got a Wonder Seed. Okay. What did that do? Oh, we can squirt water now, look. Ooh. Oh, right. Oh, so that's it. We've completed the first level already. Um, and it's basically more of the same. It's more of the same. If you're a fan of Mario and you enjoyed the last one, you'll love this one. It's a bit more mad, though, isn't it? Like You're turning into elephants, but the story is just as pointless as ever. <laughs> I think it's good. Good multi. Can you imagine playing this in four-player? I think this is something we can play when Theo's in bed and come back to. Yeah, and also it's portable, obviously, on the Switch, so it's just more of the same, and I like it. Well, there we go. It happened. And that is out on the Nintendo Switch right now for 50 quid. More Mario now with a remake of Super Mario RPG. It's a hard one to review because I never played the original, so you know when they do a remake and you're all the time you're thinking, is this bringing back my childhood memories? Is this mm. as good as the first game? Mm. Well, obviously I didn't play the first game, so it's been quite hard to sort of get a handle on it. But what, yeah. what I would say, it's a little bit like Final Fantasy VII, um, but obviously it's Mario. Yes. Um, it's had a, a massive graphical upgrade. Okay. Imagine it needs, like, it needs to though because like all these games are really up in the game. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to graphics, and they're just looking, aren't they? They're look, they're looking amazing these days. So the combat's like Pokemon. Yeah. So you're Mario, but you have to yeah. attack the turtles, Bowser at one point, and if you time your attack right, it gets bonus damage, and if you time your blocking right, you get a bonus block. So there's a little bit of extra element to it. Yeah. I really, really enjoyed it. And again, this is a game which I thought, well, I'll just play it for half an hour and see how I go. And actually, again, two hours later, I was unable to put it down. It was so Mm. fun. And it was just... I can see why it was a classic game of its time. Yeah. There's very few changes. Like, I think Mario used to live in Mario's Pipe House, which they've changed because I think people nowadays think that's a bit of a smoking reference, you know, something weird like that. Uh, But apart from that, it's a really good game for kids to start off with. I would say if you're looking to give your kids an entry-level 
Pokemon style game for this day and age. That's a good, good idea. Yeah, this, this is a good one. It's just a, it's a little bit pricey at fifty pounds for a mm. remake, but it's so well done. What can you get it on? Just the Switch. Okay, but I just I just think if you're looking for a game that your kids can enjoy and it's just a fun game and it gets them into this genre, uh, then this is the one for you. I know you haven't had much time, but you did manage to fit in some of our next game. This is Sonic, which is a huge part of both our childhoods. Yeah. And we found out that they were making a modern version of the kind of side-scrolling game from our childhood, Sonic Superstars. Uh, So we were both pretty excited. What did you think then when you played the game of our childhood? Yeah, I mean... But like modernised a bit. I mean, honestly, it's very similar to the old game. Just looks a bit better, I'd say. When people always ask about our podcast and they say what's the difference between you and Chris I always say and let's see if you agree with me here you're kind of like more open-minded when it comes to gaming a more open world yeah I like a long I like a long a long gaming experience and I like to complete it all I used to be a completionist I'd love to see your dating profile when it comes to games. Do you know what I mean? Like, in it likes, for the long run. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's more of a quickie. Like, yeah. you know. Just... Five minutes, bing, bang, gosh. <laughs> you know. No, but I, I, I know what I like, and that's retro. Yeah. A- anything retro. So when I heard about or this retro game. retro-inspired. Retro-inspired. So Crash Bandicoot, Spyro, Sonic, Golden Axe. Like, that's what I get excited about. You try all the new stuff. You know, yeah. you, 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 you play a lot of the new things. It was okay. Did we need it? No, we didn't need it. I think we that, didn't yeah. need it. It's just the same Sonic game, but looks a bit better. The, I think the graphics are probably the biggest difference. I mean, you can play multiplayer, but if you're the second, if you're not the main character, so let's say you're the second secondary character of playing, mm. if you go off the screen. Yes. The camera doesn't care about no, you. No, it doesn't. So you then teleport straight back and it's like, oh, so really... Oh, so you skipped half the game then. You're not really doing anything. You have no power over what's happening in front of you. It'd be better to do split screen so yes. that you both have something yeah. to do. Yeah. And I don't think it works when it's... The whole point of Sonic is it's so fast-paced. The I think ca- it's one of the most fast-paced games you can play. Yeah. So, I mean, it runs well. It's beautiful. Um, the music the Switch, was nice you know? as well. The music was well put together. I mean, I'm clutching at straws here. Um, and also, you could play four four characters as yeah. well. Which there was is a nice. battle mode, but you're never going to bother with that. I mean, it I was just know. it was just okay. Which is why I probably give it a five out of ten. It's just okay. Bang average. Okay. Well, it's out on all platforms. You can get it for thirty two to forty pounds, depending on your platform. But it don't sounds spend like, more than thirty two. It sounds like you're saying maybe it's not in a crowded month of games that are available to buy unless you've got loads of spare money yeah this isn't at the top of the list stop kidding around snake snake now it's over to our Alex Dragon Slayer Rhodes he gets upgraded every time <laughs> who's been playing a game uh, that won loads of game awards actually uh, set in the Dungeons and Dragons universe it's Baldur's Gate 3 Hello, Chris and Lee. It's Alex here. Now, normally when I do these, I tend to play the game uh, as well as sort of describe what I'm doing and my thoughts on it. But on this one, I'm not going to play the game at the same time because I really want to get my thoughts straight on this one. It's such a sprawling game and an important game. It is, of course, Baldur's Gate 3. It is amazing. It is absolutely boggling. It's taken up all of my time since um, it came out and it came out for console. Um, I've just been playing it constantly. You know, within the first half hour, you suddenly get the sense of just how massive 
this game is going to be and some of the work that must have gone into it to make it what it is. So let me start with the sort of character creator. You know, everyone, anyone who's played an RPG will be very familiar with that. For those who don't know, Baldur's Gate is based on the D&D world, Dungeons and Dragons. So I, I picked a drow, which is basically like a dark elf sort of character. Then it asks you, okay, what class do you want to be? So then you get a cho- another 10 choices of like, okay, a paladin, a fighter, a mage, a druid, and that sort of thing. And you go, okay. Uh, so I picked a paladin. And then it says, okay, what subclass of paladin do you want to be? And you're like, good God, this is just, you know, this is taking a long time here. And you think, okay, this is basically going to probably affect my combat, essentially, um, which is a big part of the game. But actually it affects your whole playthrough. So the way every NPC interacts with you will be reflected upon that. The way your party members interact with you will be reflected by that. It feels like almost every small choice you make, decision you make, impacts the world, not just in the immediate game, but all the way to Act 3. It's Christmas, right? Your mum, your your grannies come round. Uh, you want something, a game that you can all play or something you can put on that also your little nephews will come on. Do you remember when Wii Sports came out and people who didn't play games were like, oh my God, this is amazing. How did they do this? Baldur's Gate 3 is that game, but for people who develop games, I imagine. I imagine there are professional people who've made games before for years and years and years. And I imagine they pick this up and they think, how is this all working? (laughs) How is this all coming together? All these systems uh, without crashing every 10 minutes. Um, The sort of interactions you have are amazing. All the sort of characters you have in your party are great. Well, I say say all, I don't know. Because uh, early on in my playthrough, I killed off one of the sort of permanent characters you can get to join your party. They're out now. They're not in the rest of my game. <laughs> and yet the game, you know, carries on. It doesn't say, oh, oh, you, no, you can't do that. They're going to stay alive. This needs to happen for the story to progress. Nope, they're just out. All the interactions they've had, the hours, and I mean hours and hours and hours, their voice actor will have recorded, just cut out the game. <laughs> so if I were to play this again, it would be completely different. This is definitely a game I'm going to come back to over and over again. Because I don't even know how many endings there are. I, I'm almost paranoid to pick <laughs> anything in case it, you know, um, sends me down a path I didn't know was going to happen. If you can't tell already, this is me giving you a big recommendation. Two thumbs up, 10 out of 10, that sort of thing. This is a real storytelling jump. And this is a real, like, how much you can pack into a game and how much your decisions can really affect the world around you. There is a whole sort of world here and it can feel a bit like overwhelming. You're dropped in it. It's not quite, it doesn't do great on the whole tutorial of like, this is how, this is what you do. This is how you play the game. I sort of stumbled my way through it and it took a, took a little while before I kind of understood, oh, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And this is what is possible in this game. So I would say, you know, watch out for that first hour. It can feel like, oh gosh, I'm going to bounce off this. But as you get into it, it really comes into its own. Thanks, Alex. And Baldur's Gate 3 is out now. It's just under £60. So, I mean, they all are, really, but it just seems a lot. They're all 60 quid, aren't they? Mm. Apart from Sonic. And Alan Wake. Get that. Busy night, but there's always room for another. Well, listen to this. (laughs) We're done. Is that you closing the book (sighs) on 2023? Just for another drink as well, look. I'm surprised you only got through three during this podcast. (laughs) 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 Oh, Jesus. Well, look... It has been a pleasure. It's been a big one, though, hasn't it? It's mm. been 
It's been a big one. I guess it's because there's just been loads going on and we just... We had a couple of special podcasts as well. If you missed them, we did one with the dino oh, experts. Oh, you've got to hear that. Paleo really Pines. Good. It's really good. And we did one with Sea of Stars, which is probably... Well, Spider-Man's up there now, but probably one of my favourite games of the year. Probably top two with Spider-Man. You know what, though? Loads of people have been asking about, one, the portal. PS Portal. Um, well, I can't review it until I we can't re- get we, one. Yeah. So. so if you're listening, PlayStation, you know... No, I've already asked them to give Hello. me one. I've already, I've already requested it, and they said We're here. they don't have any review units available. Oh, and I was like, not? no, you don't have any units available. It looks like. And the second thing, everyone wants to play the new Mario game, especially for their kids. Yeah. Um, so if you um, either have bought the game for your kids or you've just bought it for yourself, like us, uh, why don't you let us know at Naked Gaming Pod on X, formerly known as Twitter? Can you believe that we have to say that word? You can't just say... Because the thing is, if you go to twitter.com, it still works. It still it's is. Twitter, isn't it? Right. So, so anyway. X. So we're on X, formerly known as Twitter. Anyway, Merry Christmas. And a, hap- and a happy... Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I was just trying year. to harmonise. Anyway, we see you in 2024. Wish. Oh, is that it then? What's the plan now? More Baileys. It's always the plan. <laughs> I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. Oof. I remember, what was that? <laughs> say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.